Welcome to It's All About the Story, grief stories that connect us. This podcast takes you into the lives of people who have gone through loss and have come out the other side to experience joy again. Each story is someone's lived experience and reveals how wrestling with grief can turn loss into wisdom. You might even find some of these insights helpful in your own grief journey. Come, meet the people like yourself who have experienced loss and who now openly share their story with us. And now, here is your host, Rick Berg. Welcome to It's All About the Stories, Grief Stories That Connect Us. It is good to be together. I wanted to talk a little bit today about Remembrance Day. Yesterday we recognized Remembrance Day in Canada. And the title of my podcast is What Remembrance Day Teaches Us About Grief and Mourning. I wanted to reflect upon the rich traditions and rituals surrounding Remembrance Day as I experienced them yesterday and help us to consider some of these in our own grief and mourning practices, at least some of the ideas that come out of how we honor our war veterans and remember them, those who have gone to give their lives for us and for our freedom. I learned some things yesterday that I think were very significant and important. But before we begin, I just want to thank our sponsor for tonight, or today, or this morning, wherever you, whatever time frame you are at, First Memorial Funeral Services and Garden of Memories in Victoria, B.C., 256-658-5244. That's again, 250-658-5244. Please feel free to phone them if you are in need of their services. So COVID has brought change to our lives and kind of forced us to do things differently. This is the truth also when it comes to honoring Remembrance Day in Canada. It changed the way that we, we did things, but we still did them as best we could. I wondered exactly how that would happen and waited for news to come on and reports of how we are going to honor our war veterans and to honor those who have died for us during world wars, and all wars for that matter of fact, and some things were put into place. Around 11 o'clock, just before 11 o'clock yesterday, which is a time when we often gather to celebrate and to honor those who have died, there was a flyover. Five beautiful planes across the sky, reminding us of war, but also reminding us of the significance of the day. Down on the ocean, close to where we live, at 11.20, five battleships in the water. 
came in front of us. Crowds of people on the shore waving, recognizing, honoring people who died in the war. I don't have any family member who has died in the war. I know friends and other folks who have lost loved ones, uncles and aunts and grandparents. And Remembrance Day is significant. The way that we are involved in Remembrance Day. If you look at how we normally do Remembrance Day, I think it has some teachings for us that we might want to consider in our own grief and mourning practices. We know that the early signs of Remembrance Day are recognized when we see the first poppies that are pinned to coats and dresses and shirts of people walking down the street. We know that Remembrance Day is coming. As Remembrance Day comes, we normally go to the Cenotaph, a place where the names of war heroes are embedded into rock for all time. A place to gather together, to read names, to remember a contribution. Often that cenotaph, folks would gather and we would have the wreath laying in front of the cenotaph. Poppies usually adored those wreaths. It's a ritual, a tradition that happens every Remembrance Day. The last post, the trumpet or the bugle, the minute of silence, and then the rouvé. And then the post again. What an event. Just to sit there and listen to the last post, to have the silence to remember, and to leave in silence. In admiration of somebody that's missed and always will be. You know, it's fascinating because often when I've gathered at the Cenotaphs throughout my years, following the ceremonies, people gather in groups and the stories would be told of those whose names were on that rock and reminded of what they'd done, where they'd been, the war they fought, the battle they'd been in, who they were as an individual. It's a place to come together. We didn't have that as we had hoped for as a result of COVID-19. And I think in some ways we missed that. Those traditions and rituals, that commonplace to come together to 
honor and to share stories and be reminded of who this individual or individuals were. Yesterday we gathered with our choir, an online choir. And in between some of the choral pieces, we asked this question. Who's your personal hero? And we were awestruck. We were surprised by how many stories there were uh, from that one group of people who had a loved one involved in the war. A plane being shot down. Being on the beaches of Normandy on D-Day. The stories just flowed. Because we took time to remember. I think there's a lot of learnings that we can consider in our own grief and mourning journeys of life. Here they are. Get ready. The poppies are a symbol of something coming, of getting ready for an event. An event to remember. And one of the most crucial components of grief work is to prepare to remember. To take those special moments to come together to remember. There's some planning that happened. The poppies were given out. The instructions were getting together. We're going to meet. When do you do that? And how do you do that with a loved one who has died and you miss? Have you prepared? And let those who also miss this person know that you are getting together? And where will it be? The second learning here is the cenotaph. At least for me, a gathering place, a place where name is recognized, bedded in stone, reminds all of us of something, doesn't it? A burial site, a cemetery, however you want to remember that, or whatever term you want to use. It's a gathering place to come together. To remember. Now, I'm not saying that you can't not remember somebody, you know, in your home or in the forest or on the ocean with ashes that have maybe been spread. I'm just saying I learned something yesterday that I think was pretty important. I know that when I go home back to Alberta, I often find myself going back to the cemetery where my father and grandfather and grandmother are buried. I look at their names. 
and the stories are recalled. And that's the third thing I learned. The stories that need to be recalled. The stories that need to be told. The stories that remind us why this person is still important to us and how they've contributed to our lives. They've impacted us. They've left us something. And part of the grief journey is recognizing what's been given to us that we need to be thankful for. The fourth thing I learned was the importance of rituals and traditions that happen over and over again, including the last post. It's stirring. Every time I hear the last post and Rove played, I'm stirred. It's like I've been there before. I've done this once, twice, three times my whole life. And it still sends chills up my body as I hear that played and reflect upon those who gave their life in those silent moments. What rituals or traditions do you have in place that you remember your loved one who has died? Is it a special song that you play that reminds you of your loved one that you play on the anniversary of their death? You know, is, is, it a, is it a birthday cake that you make that was your favorite food item on their birthday? What do you do over and over again? What ritual do you put into place to remember that person who died and who you still miss? Mm, timeless rituals gathering together in a common place. The significance of symbol that connect us. The importance of story that draws us in. And the grief that returns for a moment, which is fine, because we miss. And we always will. And we love. And we always will. This is what I learned yesterday. And I hope that you will consider thinking about what you might include in your gear of trainery. Again, I'd like to thank First Memorial Funeral Service and Garden of Memories for sponsoring this episode. Their number again is 250 658 5244. 2506585244 See you next time. Take good care. Thanks for joining us today on It's All About the Story, Grief Stories That Connect Us. We hope this podcast was encouraging to you. 
There are so many different types of loss. Why not take time to listen to some of the other unique stories in this podcast series? Feel free to share them with family, friends, neighbors. If you'd like to receive notifications about the next episode in the series, please subscribe and we'll make sure you don't miss out. We hope that you'll be joining us again on It's All About the Story, Grief Stories That Connect Us with host Rick Berg. Take good care.